0: yo 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 hello and welcome to the 1218 show this is your host mike wilson and uh this is episode four so thanks for sticking with me this far i'm looking forward to doing uh, many many more so uh let's get started let's get right into it um first off i want to once again as always promote my uh Promote my, little, promote my little book here, so if you haven't bought it yet, check it out. It's on Amazon, Everybody Knows by Mike Wilson. Uh, if you haven't uh, looked yet, you can get it. I, I put a link on it now to the on the website. So if you go to the1218show.com, uh, you'll see the links to, A, where you can get the podcast. So you can get it on Apple Podcasts, you can watch it on YouTube, or you can uh, stream it right there from the from the website. But that the website is the1218show.com. Uh, links on there to um, to the book, uh, to both books actually. There's another book too, so you can it'll take you straight to Amazon where you can buy the book. So that's the news on that right now. The website is up and coming. Uh, try I'm working on it. It's getting better. Uh, put it, putting different working on the design and and all that. I got a logo done last week. Uh, i pretty sure I mentioned it. So. Check it out! It's uh, I'm pretty excited about it. I had it professionally done, so that's that's exciting for me. Um, I have uh, I want to address. A, I had a question somebody posted on the YouTube uh, about an episode two. I, I, I explained why I chose uh, the one two one eight show as the title of my of my podcast. That being lined with aligned with my birthday and the many celebrities and whatnot that are. Uh, also born on December 18th. So the question somebody posted was who of all, all those of that list of celebrities who would be the one that I would like to interview the most. And I thought about it and I thought about I thought about it a lot for 2 weeks and I'll tell you I would any of them. I mean they're just all of them are so interesting and so just they've had such great careers and people to look up to and aspiring, I think and I think they have interesting stories and whatnot. But if I had to choose, it, it would come down to between Brad Pitt or Christina Aguilera. Brad Pitt because... I mean, obviously he's a he's a superstar, which would be cool. But every interview I've seen him in, he just seems so calm and pleasant. And just somebody that I feel like I would enjoy conversing with. Just somebody that really seems to just... And I don't know. He might be burning up inside, but I, every time I've seen him, I feel like there's a just a an inner peace with the guy. Um, and he's, you know, I mean, obviously with the tabloids and stuff, we know that he's splashed around and done some done some things, had different relationship issues, and and with his, you know, he's got children and all kinds of all kinds of stuff that the that the press as a whole takes and runs with it. Uh, I'm not interested in any of that stuff. I would actually just like to. Sit and talk to him, and he and he really seems to to handle those that that kind of stuff well, and I and I think that's fascinating. His career is awesome. I just feel like he would be one that I would really enjoy sitting and talking to, uh, for a few minutes. And Christina Aguilera would be the other choice. I'd, I I don't know which one I'd rather, but Christina was Christina blew up in the at the height of of. You know, one of the greatest periods of entertainment history, really. I mean, right, right around the turn of the century, those late '90s, early 2000s, when it was just, just, just a blast of, of amazing entertainment. The, the stage shows they put on, the music they recorded, the, and she has such a powerhouse voice. You know, I had a big crush on her back then. I mean, I mean, you had a crush on everyone, but I, you know, of course, Christina. Every time she put out a video, I couldn't wait to watch it. So. Um, I think that she would be neat to talk to too. I would like to really sit and, and pick her brain about about how she viewed it all from her perspective and and what and I would hope that I would like to share with her what it seemed like from our from my perspective, from our perspective watching watching her skyrocket to fame. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't you know it's weird you wonder if these people have ever ever sat and had a real conversation and said what, what did it look like? For you, what did it seem like was going on? I would love to know because you know we sit back and in, in sort of uh sort of think they're kind of like in another stratosphere, like untouchable, kind of mesmerizing. I feel like celebrity has kind of lost that. Uh, I don't know that wall as since smartphones really, the the, the people seem to really get a, uh, break that wall and they're constantly tweeting and people people just seem to know more about their personal lives and know. Um, and I, 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 I it, it, it almost it, it takes away from it really. I don't, I don't want to know your politics. Um, I don't want to know what your thoughts on whatever the issue of the day is. It takes away from your performance, and I feel like Christina also has done a good job of keeping that. What her, you know, keeping the her social views away from the spotlight and just focusing on what she does which is sing songs and perform shows and you know she i guess she does was it uh last the what uh she's a judge on one of the singing shows i can't remember um which one it is there's been so many i don't think it was idol i think it was the 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 whatever the not the mask singer but the one where they 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 spin around their chairs once they think they know who it is or whatever. I, can't, I think Carson Daly even hosted it for a while. If he still does, I don't know. Anyway, so it'd be between those two to answer that question. Um, I would really like to have a conversation with both of them. It would be a lot of fun for me, and um, and obviously I I would I would hope that it would be as equally as fun for you if we ever did get a get a chance to do that. So that's uh, those are the two. Those are my two first choices. It would be uh, one of those two. But I, I, I'll tell you, any of the others, which I went through the list on, on, on the second episode, would would be, uh, I mean, I would take any of them any day, and I would like to, like to get them all on there eventually, on here eventually at some point, maybe even throw a big party one day. Maybe we could have a, the the annual December 18th birthday party somewhere in hollywood or somewhere and have them all show up and, and just have one big maybe you know one big bash would it'd be it'd be kind of cool i mean I'm, I'm i'm in dream world right now but that would be um, be fun okay so last week i told you i would tell you the answer to a riddle that i proposed uh which was the, the lily pad riddle um the answer is so I, I think we used 30 days as the as the thing if you don't remember the, the riddle it was there's a lily pad every on, on a body of water let's say a pond On day one, there's one lily pad. Every day that passes, the number of lily pads doubles. So on day two, there's two. On day three, there's um, four. On day four, there's eight. And so on and so on down down the line. On day 30, the pond is filled with lily pads. There's no more room for it to double. So on what day was it half full? And the answer to that was day 29. Because it doubles every day. So a lot of people... You know, it, right off the bat. Well, it's day fifteen, or it was. You know, it's if you work it backwards, though. The the answer is day twenty nine, and the purpose of that riddle was that I touched on finance and whatnot, and talking about how much better it is the younger and earlier you start in your life, and that's a perfect example of it. That day twenty nine to day thirty, in the lily pad example, if lily pad equi- equals dollars, those last couple of that last day or couple days is all the difference in the number of lily pads on the pond. Um, same thing if you start, start your investment accounts and um, putting money away early in life, say age 20 versus age 30, that first 10 years on the back end of it makes makes an, an immense amount of difference. I mean, like when I say immense amount of difference, probably in the seven figures amount of difference. So it's just something to think about. Um, again, we'll talk more about that when I get finance Guys, on, but I had I decided this week that I wanted to tell a story um, from my bar life. I've got a million of them, and people tend to tell me that they like to hear them and all the crazy stuff that's happened since I've been bartending. So um, I'm going to equate that into this little financial discussion. Um, I think that when 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 putting together your little financial plan portfolio. The very, the very, very first thing. first of all, let's let's assume you're starting with a clean a clean slate. So let's say you're 16, 18 years old, whatever. Um, and the because the very first thing that you want to do is make sure that you do not have any credit card debt or any ridiculous debt like that. There's um, so many people get in college and they they run up their credit cards and then they're spending their their rest of their 20s trying to pay them off, maybe even into their 30s, depending on how bad it got. Um, I know I didn't, I put, shoot, I think I put the last year and a half of my school on a credit card, not understanding what student loans were, that kind of thing. Like, I was, it was just such a, a clusterfuck of what, you know, how you're supposed to do financial things, and I just, I've done them all, and I've done them all wrong, so, um... So let's assume you're going to start with a clean slate, uh, no credit card debt, those kinds of things. Uh, if, if you do have credit card debt, then get those paid off. But I think the very, very first thing, a little bit about me, just so you know, I'm kind of a doomsday guy. I'm always planning for the worst, right? I have I have a bag of candle, a bag of votive candles in case the power goes out. I have um, fresh batteries, always. I have a whole a whole box full of fresh batteries. I, I'm i just, you know, I've always got canned tuna, um, I always keep bottled Water, like there's, there's just a few things that I'm, I, and it seems seems silly, but I'm, like I said, I'm a doomsday guy. I've got a backpack that, if, you know, Manhattan was sinking tomorrow, I could throw on my backpack and, as long as I can get across the Hudson River, once I get to the woods in Pennsylvania, I can walk to the West Coast if I had to, and I'd survive just fine. So, (laughs) that's where I kind of stand on the doomsday stuff. But, I think that the very, very first thing you should do, and that everybody should have is a little cash stash. So what do I mean by that? I actually mean cash, not not money in a savings account, not, um not 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 any other sort of asset or anything i think you should have a cash stash so the younger the, the younger the smaller um a couple hundred dollars you know tucked away somewhere somewhere um and i and i i started doing this when i lived in new york in 2000 uh, one when I think it was 2001 or 2002, I'd have to look up the date, but the, I'm sure you remember the massive blackout on the East Coast, where New York City and all up and down the East Coast, um, Eastern Seaboard, was blacked out. Somebody flipped a switch in a power plant up north, and it it literally blacked out the entire the entire East Coast. And I had to work that night, and so we were I was at the bar, and because all of the power, literally no power in New York City, was available. There was every you know all the bars, restaurants, whatever. Restaurants were selling what they had because their refrigeration was done. Everybody selling them at a discount because they just had to empty them because everything was going to spoil or rot or whatever within a within a day if they didn't get rid of it. It was a brutally hot day, um, so they had so we I had to work that night and we ironically uh, that morning um, our ice machine in the in the bar that I work worked at was had broke. So had broken. So we we had a uh, we had a delivery of ice that had just arrived before the blackout, and so we had bags and bags of ice. So once the power went down, we um, and I have a story about that too, which I'll share on another on another podcast. But when the power went down, we had we stocked all the beer in these in the ice bins that we had, and we had ice, and it lasted through till about two in the morning was when we finally. Um, I think two thirty, maybe even before we finally called her tonight. And we didn't even call her tonight because we didn't have cold beer anymore. We called her tonight because we ran out. The whole city was out partying. If you weren't, because it got it was so hot that if you're you couldn't be inside your apartment unless you're just sitting there sweltering. No air conditioning. No nothing. Remember, zero power. So. Um, people were out in the streets, sitting outside, hanging out, doing whatever. If, you, if there was a bar that was open, they were open until their, everything was warm or until they sold out or whatever the case may be. Well, that night when I was behind the bar, people came constantly trying to barter with me because they didn't have any money. And we obviously had to go cash only. You couldn't You couldn't pay with a credit card. We wouldn't hold your credit card until the next day for you to come back and get it and pay then. There was no credit extended. There was nothing. If you needed to buy something, the only thing you could use was cash. Now, we're all assuming that, well, that happened once. That'll never happen again, though. Um... You know they'll never be a power outage like that again maybe they won't maybe they will who knows but the point was if you had cash and many people did they were able to go home open their little secret hiding place their little fireplace fire safe box whatever pull out a couple hundred bucks and go out and get what that what they needed for the next day or two and it was it was two days before the power was fully restored in the city so if you didn't have cash, you didn't have access to to get anything if you didn't have it. Now that's just one one of the one of the reasons. Uh, a power outage being one of them. I also think that you could have a, a, a there's a, a couple other reasons. I I said cash stash. And I mean this as an emergency fund, right? So let's say you know you first year you're 16, 18 years old. Put 200 bucks somewhere. Tuck it away and leave that. That's an emergency fund. Don't touch it. It's yours. It's there. Maybe add to it every every once in a while if you scratch off a lottery ticket and when win 50 bucks put 20 of it into the cash dash let it build up a little bit I don't know by the time you're 30 years old you might have 10 grand sitting there i I don't know what your magic number is for me having a cash dash of of like 10 grand would be ideal um I haven't I don't have that right now <laughs> I should I'm you know old enough but um, I again I've made every mistake in the book but um, but have yourself a little cash stash somewhere hidden. Um, so then, and, and, you know, and obviously make sure it's locked up, make sure it's in a fireproof safe, something like that. Um, so now, yeah, power outage being one of them. Power outage could also be something like, you know, the, some hacker crashing the entire computer network, all that stuff. So you have no access to your debit cards, any, any of these catastrophic things that you read or see movies about that are, you know. If that were to happen, again, I'm a doomsday guy, if that were to happen, you have a little bit of cash in your pocket and you can survive for whatever, you know, make that last for as long as it's needed. So that's that's step one, I think, for this whole financial thing that we were kind of talking about. Um, you may also need it for... Um, for maybe a medical thing maybe you get a, you know, a lot of people don't have dental insurance with their, with their, with their job or whatever. So, you know, maybe you need a a tooth pulled or a cavity filled or something that, you know, an emergency root canal. And if you, and if you go in and they say, you know, and you don't have you don't have a credit or whatever to pay with it. You could you could pull into your you know I I've got the eighteen hundred dollars right here, and then boom you've got it. Like it's nice to have an emergency cash stash just just if necessary. And the and the final thing is two thousand eight the market crashed. There were opportunities there to make a shit ton of money if you had money to get into your account. So if if on the day that market crashed, if I had had, um, you know, a, my little cash stash of three or four thousand dollars, I could have ran across the street, made a deposit, transferred into my account, and bought any number of stocks on that particular day, and within a week probably doubled my money, and within a couple of years, you know, made back ten times what it was. Um, or maybe, you know, something comes along. You don't know. I mean, any type of business opportunity. But the point is you have a little cash stash set aside for opportunities, for emergencies, and for, any you know, maybe a medical surprise or something like that. Okay. Now, I'm already past 15 minutes. I knew that this was going to happen. I wanted to tell you a quick story um, relating to this, which is what I promised at the beginning. So, when I, years ago, and I'm talking like 15 years ago, I was I was bartending. I'm working. This guy comes in. And he's drinking beers, and he pays with a twenty, and it's an old twenty, like like a twenty from like the 70s or something. And this was shortly after the new, you know, the big-faced twenty-dollar bills had come out. And so he pays with an old one, and then every beer he he um, would put up a new a, a new old twenty. And after like the third or fourth one, I mean, he was tipping properly and whatever, but he um, he was he kept pulling back the change, and so then I was kind of like, are these counterfeit? Because I felt like he was washing his money, you know, but, um, so finally I, I, you know, they were real. And I, I said, uh, so I finally asked him, I said, where did you get all these old bills? And he said, he said, well, he said, um, he said, yeah, he said, I, I, I don't really like carrying them around. Um, so that's why I spend them. And I said, well, where, where did you get them? You know? And he said, I, um, he said, well, my job is, I, I clean, I clean apartments for recently deceased people that that really don't have any family or anything so um if somebody's been reported that they, they passed away um and they don't have any family or anybody to come and take care of their belongings or whatever somebody has to do it and he's like that's what i do that's my job and i said oh man that's that's kind of a, a downer he's like no nah, it's fine he's like you know i get paid well for it and he's like and the beauty is uh old people always have a cash stash and, and i was like uh, really and he's like oh yeah he's like old people especially if they were around during the pressure or whatever he's like usually it's in a knitting bag sometimes it's behind a loose brick or a board he's like but every old person that dies has one and all you gotta do is find it and I was I was like oh that's kind of interesting and I was such a mixed minute, moment because I was like this guy's kind of a fucking scumbag isn't he I, I, I don't know Like, it was just kind of weird <laughs> I, I thought that it was you take that for what it's worth, but I, it was kind of a what the fuck moment. Like how, like this dude gets a job, gets paid to do it, but goes in there treasure hunting essentially, and apparently every single time he comes out with a with a bundle full of money, cash, coins, something, and um, I just I got a I got a strange kick out of that. But I thought that was that was that's one of uh, one of the old bar stories for you. So anyway. That's uh, episode four. Uh, this is The 1218 Show. Check out the website, www.the1218show.com. I appreciate your time. I know it's valuable. And uh, I look forward to the next one. Oh, next week is we're going to have a guest on. So I'm looking forward to that. Anyway, peace, love. Uh, take care of yourself. And uh, support those truckers in Canada. This is... Uh, I don't I don't want to get too deep into it, but those guys are doing the right thing. Got to fight, gotta fight this Trudeau guy. Anyway, uh, hope all is well. And... Um, Take care.